So we are more inclined to to go towards foods that generally more tasty, right? So comfort. Well, yeah, comfort foods exactly. What's going on, Refill Team Fairchild? You guys know how this works. The goal of this podcast is to help bring people together. Whether it's stories of triumphs and success, or even stories of a little bit of failure or hardship, we share them all. Because by doing so, we help connect each other to one another. And that's really what this podcast is all about. So let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right. Refill Team Fairchild, today we have Mr. Saltis. He's back for another lesson, if you will. This time he's going to talk about fatigue. How are you today, Will? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I I enjoy doing these. We like having them. They usually do pretty well. People seem to really tune into these. Good. So what would you like to share with us today? Yeah, so just wanted to talk a little bit about fatigue, talk a little bit about sleep, and touch on some of the important areas to recognize that sleep isn't just a nicety you sure. know it's something that's incredibly important and i'm going to touch on you know all the ways that you know it impacts our lives but one of the the things that i often neglected to talk about is as i'm talking about the importance and maybe some habits that we can get into to improve our sleep but i never i realized i never really talked about some of the other issues sure. associated with sleep which is if we're not getting enough sleep, why aren't we getting enough sleep, right? And, and, and that can be multifaceted in of itself. And so is it just you lack priority in sleep, right? So maybe we're binge watching uh, Netflix or playing video games or something like that. And in that, those cases, it's much more just behavioral, right? And, sure. And, uh, you know, and we can hopefully work on some ways of improving that and, and, and maybe making that a priority. And again, maybe talking about, you know, the impact sleep will have on us. Maybe we, we start to make it a priority. But then there is two other things that we have to address too, and that is, you know, sleep opportunity, you know. So is there some potential things going on in your life that is prohibiting you from sleep right now. You know, one of the most common ones is maybe a a new one in the, in the home, right? And you, everyone in the, in the family is uh, having trouble sleeping, you know, in, in that, you know, we're, we're very resilient. And so those, those life issues are going to happen and, you know, and there's really no big concern or need with that right you know we'll we'll eventually catch up with our sleep and you know like i said we're resilient there's also you know stress right maybe stress from the job you know maybe there is a stressful event occurring in your life as well and those are some things that you know potentially you know, we can, we have some great people over at the, at the medical clinic as well, right? So we have a behavioral health optimization program and potentially you can work on some of those uh, issues as far as dealing with stress and, and, and maybe managing it uh, a little bit better as well. And so we have options there, you know, um, it's, never pleasant it's never nice but we definitely do have some options and and i'll talk about some you know maybe some other things that we can do as well to maybe rid ourselves of some of that anxiety and and then the other one is you know sleepability is is there a medical concern right potential sleep apnea or you know restless legs and syndrome 
Are we having difficulty falling asleep? And, and in that, often what I find is, is we're just too wired, overstimulated, you know, and again, maybe it's playing, you know, up too late video, you know, uh, sure. gaming or something along those lines. Um, you know, maybe we've had caffeine all day long. Tobacco is another stimulant. Um, you know, maybe we've just watched a fairly exciting, you know, TV show and now we're stimulated or either just due to our schedule or maybe that's when we've scheduled our workout time and, and we're getting some pretty intensive workouts in right before bed sure, too yeah. and that's going to that's going to make it a lot more uh, challenging and, and difficult so you know are you waking up in the middle of the night so there's some things that we have to look at as to are you just not making a priority there are some stressful events going on or lastly is there a medical concern? In which case, we got to make sure that we're working with our provider uh, in, in that and in, in trying to resolve that. So we've talked a little bit about trying to, to, to try and figure out why we're not getting enough sleep. And now, why is sleep so important, right? And, you know, why are we talking about it so much more often now uh, these days, it seems like, than, you know, I can recall being in the military and never really talking about sleep and, yeah. you know, and things. And so why are we talking about it so much more? Well, I think there's a lot more information out there. I think there's a lot more research, a lot more uh, studies that are being conducted and we're finding how important sleep is for one. Talk about research and studies. Uh, there was a study at the University of Texas Science Center in San Antonio and they found a 45 uh, fold uh, increase in insom insomnia diagnosis uh, and a 30 uh, 30-fold uh, increase in obstructive sleep apnea in our U.S. service members from 2005 to 2019. Okay. There's also some uh, a really good research paper that's out there by the RAND Corporation specifically you know talking about the military. A lot of it is uh, discusses uh, deployment histories and, and things of that nature. What I see here, uh, as I look at my trends, as I look at my research reports, or I should say uh, my data, I see four in 10 airmen, so big A airmen, only four in 10 are getting the, the you know seven to nine hours of recommended sleep per night. So obviously that means about, uh, you know, uh, out of every 10 people, uh, six are, are, are maybe sleep compromised in sure. some way and potentially for one of the reasons we, we just discussed. And so with that, why is sleep so important, right? And, and that's the big question. Why is sleep so important if I'm not getting sleep? <clears throat> Oftentimes I hear that in a lot of the discussions I go out, a lot of the presentations, well, I don't get seven hours of sleep and, and I perform just fine. Sure. And... I would never question anyone in their performance and, you know, how they're performing against their peers. Um, but I do know that there are many things that we can't measure, you know, our hormonal level, you know, our cellular, at the cellular level. Uh, and then there's also some uh, other issues as well as I might be performing as well as my peers, but am I performing at my peak, sure. you know, at my optimal levels? Yeah. And some of the things I discuss is, is, is this just your new normal? Are you feeling as though you're, you're performing optimally, uh, but that's just 
become your new normal sure. in, in which case you know again we want to explore that and look at it so what are some of the impacts that sleep can have on our everyday you know and one of the bigger ones is anxiety and depression that's huge optimism they find you know uh, there was a study where if you were getting four and a half hours of sleep or less you were much less optimistic about the day uh, you were much more likely to be stressed more uh, anxiety incredibly important from that element you know and again in the military you know you know we're often talking about stress anxiety depression and so that may be one of the real issues underlining issues is we're not getting enough sleep right as far as looking at it from just mental performance you know and again in the Air Force everyone needs to perform optimally especially when we're talking about that mental acuity so getting good sleep will improve mental acuity uh, you're more focused throughout the day and enhanced performance uh, you know mental performance as well so we're able to retain a lot more information again reaction time is enhanced sure. and again so when i'm t talking or thinking reaction time i'm looking at it from a injury uh, prevention standpoint, either yourself or maybe someone else, right? And so uh, reaction time is, is enhanced. Uh, less fatigue, enhanced physical activity, right? And so obviously if we're feeling really fatigued, run down, we're not apt to be as physical. Maybe we skip a workout that day. And you know, and if it's one day, I would recommend maybe skipping that workout, going home and, and trying to get more sleep and then come back fresher, stronger the next day. If it's chronic, then again, now we have to try and figure out what we can do to, to make sure that we're getting the sleep that we need. As I had mentioned, it impacts our hormonal system in many ways, and, and I'll look at a few things or discuss a few things here in a moment. It impacts our health, heart disease, heart attacks, stroke, diabetes are increased with lack of sleep. It impacts our food choices. So again, it impacts every part of our waking life. Uh, how does it impact our food choices? Again, we talk about it from a hormonal level. And so less sleep will often, we often consume more calories with an increased desire for sugary and processed foods. So we are more inclined to to, to go towards foods that generally more tasty, right? So, comfort. Well, yeah, comfort foods, exactly. So, sugary foods, processed foods are generally much higher on our, our list of, of foods that we want to consume during that time. And so, again, you know, so it, it touches us mentally, it touches us physically, it impacts decisions that we make impacts you know our, our readiness our performance levels so touches every part of our or really our, our waking life how much sleep do we need and this is where it uh, varies a little bit but generally speaking somewhere between seven and nine hours can some people have they shown some people able to get away with less than seven hours and, and perform well, absolutely. But for the majority, a very high majority of people is seven to nine hours, okay. somewhere in that range. If we're struggling sleeping, how can we improve sleep or, you know, what are some sleep habits we can incorporate into our, into our schedule? The first and foremost, the very most important thing is consistency. And that's seven days a week. 
And sometimes that's hard, you know, for us. And another thing we could always, uh, you know, talk about a little bit too is, is shift work and, and working nights and trying to sleep during the day. We can definitely talk about, you know, some of those things as well. But the most important is trying to be as consistent with our sleep and wait times as possibly. You know, if you have a bedtime of 10 and waking up at 6, uh, most days, then, then we're good. That's incredibly important uh, for the body. Turn off screens, right? So our computers, our, our phones, all of that, at least an hour or two before. If there is something that doesn't allow us to, then try and get some, some glasses that are going to help with the, the blue lights. Unwind, meditate, read a book, stretch, yoga, write down some of your thoughts, especially if, you know, maybe you're uh, stressed throughout today, maybe some writing is going to help. But those are some, you know, some things that, uh, that we can do ourselves up for better sleep. Things to avoid, obviously avoid caffeine. And I generally say avoid caffeine after, you know, again, if we're on a a schedule where we're working during the day and, and uh, sleeping at night, I would recommend no caffeine afternoon or, okay. you know, after 12. Sure. That's pretty important. Avoid strenuous workouts a few hours before bed. Avoid stressful situations if at all possible, meaning trying avoid any shows that are going to be Know, suspenseful, suspenseful <laughs> things of, of that nature. Try and avoid, try and avoid email. If you, especially if, if some of those are, are fairly stressful emails, it, it, again, if we can uh, try and avoid it, we want to set ourselves up for, you know, a good night of sleep. And then the environment and the environment is awfully important as well, especially for, like I said, you know, maybe those shift workers working all night coming home and sleeping, it's awfully hard to sleep when you have sunlight coming in through your window. Yeah. Uh, potentially, you're also in an area of loud noises or some other True. thing. You know, everyone else is up yes. during the day, right? And you're the one trying to fall asleep, so there could be loud noises around. So just trying to create an environment that's going to be the most conducive uh, for sleeping. So a really dark room. Oftentimes, people talk about cave-like. So that's taking everything out of your room and really setting up a really dark environment. And I, and I mentioned cave-like for another reason as well. And it should be fairly cool. So when we're sleeping, ideal temperature is somewhere around 70, uh, 67 degrees. If some will suggest anywhere between 65 and 72, but uh, somewhere in that area, again, more cave-like uh, conditions is, is beneficial. Again, if you are working nights and sleeping during the day, maybe wearing a mask to block out a lot of that light. Uh, maybe get some white noise background, a fan or something like that that's going to help block out some of that noise. The noise is real loud, maybe some earplugs or, or something along those lines as well. So just creating that environment to, to help you sleep as, as best you can. So that's really all I wanted to, to talk about today, we kind of touched on, you know, if we're not getting the sleep, why aren't we getting sleep, right? Um, is it a medical condition or are we just not setting ourselves up? You know, are we not making a priority? I've seen some of the studies that are out there and our sleep habits are getting worse. Much more sleep apnea yes. um, is occurring. So again, maybe work with your provider uh, in, in that. And then also looking at the many ways that 
lack of sleep can impact our lives. So Sure. So you listed off a bunch of sleep hygiene regimen to kind of help out people. Is that something they come to your office for too, you and Ms. Cresser? Absolutely, yeah. So that's a great question in in two things. I'd love to get out and work at the squadron level, Uh, commander's calls, you know, things of that nature. Uh, Let's really have that conversation. And again, I think it's important not just from the education piece, but also to help individuals diagnose what their, you know, is it a medical condition? Is it a just lack the priority? Or let's figure that out because I think that's the the first question we need to answer, and I think that's a very important one. So getting out and working at a commander's call, and then also coming over and seeing us. Uh, we have different resources, that different apps that we can suggest to you. Yeah, let's figure it out. Uh, I mean, I. When you listed off a bunch of that stuff, I, I'm human, so I've gone through a lot of it. I've had a sleep study done. I don't know how they expect us to sleep when we got the wires mm-hmm. everywhere and you look right. very frightening. I took a, a selfie and I wish I hadn't and sent it to my husband because it was absolutely horrible, all the wires. And they did test me for the day. They thought maybe I had narcolepsy. I'm a maintainer by trade. I can fall asleep as soon as the engines start up and I'm going TDY. Yeah. So they were concerned. Is there something we should worry about about possibly getting too much sleep? I know most people worry about the lack of sleep, but for someone like me, any chance I get to recover, and I know my personal yep. body on the weekends, right. I sleep a lot, but is there too much sleep? There can be if we have a strong desire to, you know, go into that cave-like condition. Sure. You know, there there could be some depression and anxiety, you know, those type of things, you know, that we may want to, you know, to, to look at. Sure. But one of the things that you touched on uh, is segmented sleep. And that's not often talked a lot about. But when you look at the history of sleep, for many many, many years, you know, before light bulbs and everything else, uh, segmented sleep was very, very popular, meaning we would sleep on two different occasions throughout a 24-hour period. And so is that the most recommended? I'm not a sleep scientist. You know, I I, I can't give you that information. But I can tell you for, for years and years and years, that's how many of us uh, slept was segmented. When you look at European cultures, it's a little bit more segmented. You know, our lives do not set us up for segmented sleep. Sure. But if there is, you know, that opportunity, that's not the worst thing. If, if you are finding that you're getting five or six hours here and then you know, two or three hours at, at another point during the, that 24-hour window, that may not be the worst thing, okay. you know. So I wouldn't be overly concerned about that. Again, I'm not a sleep scientist sure. by, by trade, so I don't want to get too far in into that. But, uh, you know, when I do look at, you know, the sleep history, uh, that was something that was very much a part of human existence for for a long time so sure another thing you guys brought up or you brought up sorry is shift workers yeah um maintenance and i think security forces the same way then there's other places on base of course that have the different shift workers services you mentioned trying to stay on a sleep schedule because i'm I'm guessing maybe or primarily for circadian rhythm and just trying to keep the same balance and Mm -hmm. so your body is prepared to go to the sleep at the same time help help with that sleep hygiene um 
I'm assuming you mean through the weekends as well or whenever yep. their days off are. Yeah, absolutely. Is there, I mean, once our circadian rhythm is probably on track and that's just basically when your body knows its rhythm and it knows when it's supposed to be awake, when it's supposed to be asleep, is there long-term side effects that you're aware of for airmen maybe that are stuck on, not stuck, but even just prefer working at night instead of day or... Yeah, you know, and, and so let's touch on the preferred first. As I look at the recommendations, that's one of the, the, the things that is discussed is if you prefer working nights, that may be something that is, is beneficial. And okay. that way, again, you can get on a more regular sleep schedule, right? Um, so when they look at, you know, when we look at recommendations, especially for ship, uh, shift workers, if, if there is a desire to work that night shift more often, that may be a, a solution. And then as far as shifts go, my biggest concern, and again, it's hard to control at times, very hard, but if we can get people on a schedule for as long as possible, meaning a month, two month, three month schedules, then we generally handle it much better than having a day shift schedule, you know, for three or four days, getting off of that, going to a night shift doing that for a few days and then getting bouncing back to that that day shift that can be you know a lot more taxing on the body than just obviously sleeping at night working during the day is going to be the most optimal schedule we obviously can't control that so just trying to get on longer schedule shifts two month three month schedules and then maybe rotating is good and then there's other recommendations too as far as you know how the shift schedule should be and again that's something that i'm more than happy to talk to commanders about uh, some really good recommendations again not not will salt's recommendations right but recommendations that are out there to to help improve those shift work schedules and uh, again some really good recommendations out there so awesome thanks yeah one more question yeah, and absolutely. and you may not have the answer for this because again life happens do you have a recommendation for someone that is on 12s and we're at the mercy of the schedule of course say they're on 12s they also have four four airmen they ride on so you're supervising if you're being a good all-around capital A airmen, you know, you're doing the job, you're taking care of your airmen, you're doing those ACAs, you're doing the feedbacks, you're keeping up with them whether or not they're on your schedule. And then also, you have a family. You right. have maybe, we won't even say a newborn, we'll, we'll pretend you've made it past that sure. phase, yeah. but they're a toddler. So your time at home is just as precious as your time at work. Yeah. But then we also know that sleep fatigue is, is very real. Right. How do you work with someone that has a very full life, but also knows that they need that seven to nine hours. Life is tough, right? Absolutely. Again, trying to prioritize is going to be, you know, uh, an important element of all of that. The other thing is, is again, really trying to focus on prioritizing our sleep, not just for that seven to nine hour window, but again, deep sleep, getting into deep sleep is going to be an important so not only are we looking at the 
quantity, but also the quality sure. of sleep. And quality of sleep is uh, uh, an aspect that I didn't touch on, but is still very, very vital, very, very important. You know, and so again, uh, generally speaking, if you're snoring a lot, if you're waking up, you know, consistently throughout the night, that's a huge problem as well. And, and again, uh, something. Uh, much higher than than you know going over to the health promotion office. That's you know that's trying to work with your provider and, and seeing you know sleep apnea or or you know something else uh, medical. If I guess <clears throat> my long answer is again if 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 scheduling is is incredibly challenging and and getting that seven hours is incredibly challenging. At least setting yourself up to get great quality okay. uh, sleep is going to be important. So maybe you're an individual that can perform really well, you know, optimally at six and a half hours, as long as that quality of sleep is, is great. Uh, and there's, there are some, re- there is some research out there that would suggest quality of sleep is incredibly important as well. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, I think, unfortunately, that's the life of many people. We're subjective to 12s at times, mm-hmm. or we're maybe working those Panama schedules. Right. Getting ready for an exercise. We're going through the exercise. Usually, we, we extend yep. our days sometimes. So yep. just for those that maybe feel like they don't know how to manage all these things when they know how important each aspect, just kind of like when we talked about working out earlier, right. how we know everything is important, but how do we balance balance it? it all? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's the struggle, you know, and that's, that's the, the challenge. And, and again, some of it is, is just doing the best we can. Um, some of it is again, it, you, we mentioned workout. If we can just do 30 minutes, you know, let's make it as quality impactful as we can our sleep we're you know struggling getting that seven to nine hours of actually having that seven to nine hours you know let's make it as you know let's set ourselves up for as as quality sleep as as we can and then maybe also looking at you know if there is availability if there is something in your schedule that allows you to get a little bit of a segmented sleep that might not be the worst thing either so yeah if you, if you if you're struggling getting that seven to nine hours right in a row, but you know you can find some time in that day to get another another sleep window in, then that may be beneficial. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming yeah. out again today and giving some more information on how we can kind of help take care of our bodies. Um, I'm sure I'll have you back soon awesome. for another rendition. Yeah. But until then, thank you for coming out, and yeah. for my listeners, you guys have a spectacular day. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, team, that wraps up another episode of Refill Team Fairchild. If you guys have any stories you'd like to share on the podcast or maybe know anyone that does have stories that they'd like to share, please let us know. You can reach us at 92foxtrotsierrasierra.foxtrotsierradeltapapa.fairchildcharliealphaalpha.us.af.mil. And until next time, we'll see you then.